This episode of the podcast was recorded over a Zoom call uh, at a time when physical distancing is important to us. Uh, so you will find that depending on the quality of the internet connection, uh, it can get choppy at times. Uh, but for the most part, you will be able to hear the conversation clearly. Hello, everyone. It's another episode of the Hello Mentor podcast. Uh, we have Andrew Yap with us here today. Um, Andrew is the managing director and co-founder of Book Access and uh, Big Bad Wolf Books. Uh, Andrew is an ambitious risk taker with a sharp eye for business while his wife and partner Jacqueline Ng uh, is the uh, by-the-book level-headed straight-laced administrator. Uh, together, the husband and wife team have made it their aim to make books more affordable and accessible to people worldwide. Uh, due to his love of cars, uh, uh, Andrew uh, started off uh, operating a petrol kiosk and a car workshop and was uh, sourcing for car magazines when he chanced upon an opportunity to sell remainder books, you know, whether they're brand new, overprinted books, you know, or unsold by publishers in a 500 square feet bookstore in 2006 known as Book Access. And since then, uh, Book Access has grown by leaps and bounds, you know, making a name for itself for providing English books across a variety of genres at 50% to 80% of regular prices. Uh, Book Access has also been the organizer of the signature Big Bad Wolf book sale uh, since 2009. Uh, known as the world's biggest book sale, the event runs for 24 hours for up to 11 days offering millions of books at unbeatable prices. Uh, now, the Big Bad Wolf book sale is an internationally recognized event uh, with a strong presence in Thailand, uh, Indonesia, Sri Lanka, uh, the Philippines, Taiwan, uh, United Arab Emirates, uh, Myanmar, Pakistan, Cambodia, and South Korea. Uh, that was quite an intro. And... Um, and uh, let's begin. Hello, hi Andrew. Hi, 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 Derek. Hey, hey. Uh, thanks uh, for agreeing to do this. Um, as I sort of like mentioned to you before the interview started, like I am actually a big fan of like you know book access, the big bad whoop, and etc. Because I you know I love reading, and since a very young age, you know I've been. Um, I love this whole concept like, where, you know, I walked into the sale and there are lots of books that I could easily buy. Um, so, yeah, it's great to actually meet you in person. Yeah, yeah I know. I mean, uh, it's somehow it's just books. I know it's, it's just so amazing. You know, we've been doing it for so many years. And uh, whenever, you know, we're done with a setup of a, a big bag sale or a new store, right? You know, I also get excited myself. You know, it, it just doesn't get old. Yeah. You just enjoy uh, the whole experience. Yeah, and and how was how was um, I mean the whole twenty twenty thing for you so far? I mean, obviously, you know, I'm very curious that especially because like you're like a physical bookstore, right? So, how how did how did it the whole MCO thing affect you personally and as a company? I think uh, I think if you sum it up, I say it's been amazing, uh, um, because uh, of course. Uh, 
uh, it's really, you know, I mean, we are in, uh, we went through an unprecedented time, right? Even currently, it's still what it is, right? Um, it's, it's been, it's been, of course, it's been very, very, very hard. It's been very tough. Um, a lot of blood and tears, you know. I mean, uh, when when it all happened uh, as a company, and I think I, I speak for both because um, somehow uh, what 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 I do, right, uh, is is my personal life and work is so intertwined, right, that you know, there's my the the company is my life in a way already. It has been like that, you know, for the past, you know, uh, 15 years since we started Book Access, right? And so, um, um, so this all the answers I'm gonna give, right? Is is business and life is it's all the same, lah. You know, it's the and same, la, Right. Whole uh, social life also, you know, revolves around work, right? Yeah. So, so um, it's been it was it was very tough. Uh, but one one interesting uh, fact is that I actually live in the office. So oh. I, you know, <laughs> oh wow! If, if you do come here, right, one day, uh, and I would like to invite uh, you and uh, uh, all your listeners out there. So you know, feel mm. free to come here. You know, right, and I uh, can we we'll, we we'll gladly show you around. It's it's a huge warehouse. You know, four acres, right? You have millions and millions and millions of books, and um, I actually live above the warehouse. Oh my god! Oh, that's a very interesting fact. <laughs> yeah. So, so when the pandemic happened, right, I was at work. You know, where a lot of people were stuck, you know, at home, right? And 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 they, they could they couldn't function and all. And so so we were at work and uh, but of course uh, uh we were in panic mode, you know, just like uh, uh most of uh, uh the companies out there. And uh, we 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 needed to figure out what we we're gonna do because you know we lost uh, all our revenue, you know, from two hundred million uh, uh a year, right, to almost to zero, to literally to zero. And then mm. you 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 talk about nightmare, right? It's it's not just about the physical stores cannot open, right? It's about um because Big Bad Wolf uh, uh, uh is like an event company. I mean, it's a world's mm. best book sale, right? So is is uh, uh you you're not gonna see events for the next two years, you know? I mean, that that thought was there, right? Because mm. uh, um, you know our uh the sale requires a lot of people. You you can't have a big web sale, you know, with with social distancing. You know, it's a it's a it's a volume game. Yeah, so you're like similar to the airline industry. You know, you you, you just don't know uh, when 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 you see uh, is there any light, you know, uh, at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, so, so we decided that you know we have to be the light instead. No, right. No, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and there's no and. Yeah, so um, there's no rule book for this, right? Basically, like how to, I mean, in our lifetime, I don't think anyone ever expected some things to happen. Mm-hmm. I remember when it first happened, I was like, oh, what's going on? Like the whole world going on lockdown. You, yeah. It's not something you even planned for, right? right. So, yeah. The, the in, on, on the personal side, right? Um, I think because I was traveling too much or so, you know, 90% of the time, uh, uh, you know, we, we could be in, when I say we is a huge team of us also because we got so many events around the world, we could be in, you know, 10 different airports in a week, right? So it was just so crazy. And um, so the pandemic uh, basically slowed everyone down, the whole world slowed me down. And sometimes when you think that, oh, you know, maybe I should slow down. But if you slow down, then your competitor picks up speed, right? Mm. You know, mm. so it's, 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 you, 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 you can't slow down, so you still got to keep on continuing. But this one gave, it's, 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 everyone's on equal ground, just like you say, no? So everybody mm. can slow down, no choice, mm. right? Mm. And sometimes <laughs> when you slow down, right, uh, you, you, are, you, are, you are worried that uh, uh, 
you know, if you was a business is, is in such a scale that, you know, suppliers will start chasing you, right, for, for let's say, collection and this and that, all right? Um, but no one is chasing for anything you know, because everybody feels the pain, you know, and, mm. and, 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 and everybody's in the same situation. So mm. we, we could, I could, you know, in a way, like, take a pause and, you know, smell the roses, uh, you know? Mm. When I say smell the roses, it's like, uh, you, you, you realize that there's a lot of... Uh, uh, great people around you, you know, your friends, family, and all which you you never spend enough time with, you know, and so so you do that, yeah. Mm. So, so that's one thing which. Mm. So you have like you have you have more time to like spend with like friends and family because like the business side is sort of like on hold for everyone, right? Because I I really love what you said. I know exactly what you mean because I sort of felt the same way. So so like what right? So we are in recruitment, right? So obviously recruitment market, not as badly as impacted as yours, but that de- definitely directly impacted. So I tell so when people ask me, oh, how like what we're doing, I always tell them like, well, as a company individually, we are definitely affected negatively. But if you look at the whole recruitment market, because everyone not doing well. So actually we're okay. <laughs> you know, actually, in fact, we did better. Like we, we sort of like closed the gap with our competition. Yeah. Uh if you look at it as a from that kind of lens, uh, because everyone is forced to stop. Uh. Yes, so correct. We are, yeah, <laughs> we are not disadvantaged yeah. in any way. Yeah. Uh. The, the bank moratoriums, and then, you know, the, there was this uh, 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 rule that came out by the government that, you know, uh, you, you people can't sue you for bankruptcy and, you know, things mm. like that. Mm. Period, you know? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so so it's interesting. You know, I actually know exactly. And then, and that sort of, I suppose that gave you some space la, to do the things that probably you don't have the luxury to do because yeah. now the whole world slowed down at the same time, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but I, I, I probably will get into it uh, a bit more later. La. But I sort of want to rewind uh, right now uh, because when our, when we were researching your background, you know, we found like stories, you know, of how you, you were even at the young age of 14 years old, already sort of like being very entrepreneurial, like you were selling old comic books to your peers, your friends, you know. Could you sort of elaborate on this story for us? Actually, this this entrepreneur part, right, I, I would have to thank my late father for this. Uh, he passed away around 10 years old, right? And uh, But prior to that, he more or less like, you know, gave me the taste of money at a very young age. Uh, my mom would cook and then my dad's duty was to wash up. And... Uh, he would give me like, you know, 10 cents, 20 cents, you know, when I was about four or five years old to do the washing up. And he would also teach me, you know, also how the correct way to wash up, right? And without breaking the plates and all. So, so then you, 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 you get the 10, 20 cents, you know, then, then, then later it gets more, right? And, uh, you know, 30, 40 cents. And then you could realize that the power of money, you know, at five years old, you know, you could go to, to the, to, to, to the convenience store and, and buy sweets, buy something, Right, mm. then you see something more attractive, right? And mm. you know, like that they come, you know, like you want to buy more, but then mm. you need more money. Then you ask your father mm. for money. He say, okay, you do more things, right? Mm. So, so that led to to eat me even like uh, 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 washing cars, right? Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, you know, you get you get a couple of ringgit to wash a car, you know, things like that. No, so mm. so it, 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 like seven eight years old was like very in tune to 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 earning money. You know, I think. Uh, if we don't really have that in our Asian culture, it's, it's mm. always study, 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 right? It's different. Mm. As you see, like like the, the Westerners, you know, especially in America, um, 
you know, <laughs> you read peanut and all, you will see, uh, uh, you know, lemonade stalls and all five cents, right? You know, that kind of thing and all. See, at, at very young age, you know, the, the kids uh, 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 in America, you know, they, 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 they do small businesses, right? So I guess uh, that, that started uh, all this, right? And then right. when I was in school, uh, uh, just like I mentioned, the, the comic book, I love uh, uh, graphic novels. I think graphic novels is one of the best ways, you know, to, to get into reading. Because I, would, mm. I never grew up with books and um, yeah. uh, graphic novels, you know, all, 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 all teenagers, you know, love uh, uh, graphic novels, comics and all. And, yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, and it was very expensive. It was extremely mm. expensive. So mm. uh, we, we wrote into, just, I mean, to me, there's no harm just asking, right? And we wrote to the distributor in America that, you know, uh, there's not much, uh, there's no distributor here, you know, if you like to, to, to distribute the, the comics and all, they say, yeah, sure, you know. So, so we, we just tried it out and, and you know, I just bought, I think a few, about thousand US dollars worth of comics, right? And then, uh, because we knew what, 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 what would sell, right? So, so it's mm-hmm. cool and all. And the interesting thing is that, that also, uh, sort of like, hone uh, uh, my business skills at a very young age because hmm. then I realized that there was a competitor, you know, hmm. uh, 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 another guy from another class saw what, uh. saw what we were doing and started selling, you know, and, and uh, I think I'm not very proud to say this, but is I don't mind saying it that, you know, you have to kill your competitor, right? In a way. <laughs> I mean, it's a competition, lah, right? Go to war now, right? And then at that yeah. time, you're so young, you, you, you don't care what you did. No? So, you know, you try to sabotage uh, uh, the other guy, you know? And then the thing is, you go to bring comics to school. Right. So you were hiding it, you know, uh, at certain spots of the school. And then I would go and trail, trail the guy, you know, when he comes to school where he hides it. And then he comes to school, his comics are gone. And then we'll his comics. So this kind of stuff, uh, 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 you know, at an early age, uh, I mean, we learn. I mean, of course, it was wrong. You know, at that time, we never knew it was wrong, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, you are like competing as children, lah. I suppose, like yeah, way, children. Like, then, uh, then I'll go yeah. report on him. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Then when 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 he gets caught, the the, the prefect sees the comics, and then you're gonna make a deal with the prefect, you know, to buy the <laughs> over and all that kind Oh my god, <laughs> that's such an interesting story. At the age of fourteen, uh, actually, what's more interesting at the age of fourteen. You know, you, you contacted like a what US supplier or distributor like to to sell you a thousand US dollars worth of that 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 is quite something like to me at that age like. and 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 you mentioned just now that your your father instilled a sort of sort of this work ethic in you right and and it's like you don't you don't feel entitled to money like you always attribute like work. And money, right? Like you want money, work, want money, work, right? And the thing is, I'm so used to chasing every single cent, you know, right? So, so hence, that's why, you know, the, the, maybe the DNA in me, so it's like that, you know, uh, we, we need, we, we need to go in volume. I'm so used to, 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 to making small money, you know, mm. in that sense. Mm. Mm. Right. Yeah. So like, uh, you're right, like, So I suppose this kind of um uh, training is very good, and I, and I suppose like that's so you grew up with this kind of principles. Plus the fact that when you're 14, you know, you're already in the book business somehow, <laughs> and already learning about competition <laughs> at that age. Uh, uh, 
And and so so just fast forward a bit to how sort of like um, book access and the big bad moves started. So the um, I understand that the I think book access came out first, right? Then it's the big bad wolf sale. Am, am I getting this correctly? Yes, you got it correctly. So the big bad wolf, uh, sorry, book access came out first, and uh, it was just a tiny little bookstore. Hmm. We, the best we could do was we could sell um, books at fifty percent off regular retail hmm. price. When I mean regular retail price would be like, you know, uh, let's say let's say a novel uh, is about thirty five ringgit uh, paperback uh, at a hmm. regular bookstore. We will sell them at seventeen ninety and below. Yeah. Mm. Then, um, but I always realized that uh, to me, below ten ringgit was supposed to be the magical price that you know Malaysians uh, uh, would buy books without thinking, and that's very mm. important, right? So um, we never had the 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 chance to do that um, because uh, we were small, and then you know uh, we didn't have the volume, and um, the uh, distributor uh, from overseas uh, approached us and said that, hey, you know, we have some books to clear, right? And they just wanted to get rid of it. You know, they said, I don't want to see it back, right? And uh, the, the amazing thing was, uh, I was quite shocked because I'd never met this person before, right? Mm. And this person was going to trust us with, you know, 100 or 1,000 of books. And, and, and uh, she said that, you know, uh, you price it whatever price you want, you know, you, you tell me uh, how much uh, margin you want and you know, to cover your expenses and all, right? But I just don't want to see it back. So oh. it was like, oh my God, it was the, the, the a chance of a lifetime to test uh, the idea, would it work or not? You know, uh, uh, books, uh, paperback, right? Good paperback, not just paperback, good paperback, good, good books below 10 ringgit, you know, 8 ringgit. To me, the magical point was around 8 for paperback. You know, for for to start the reading revolution in Malaysia, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so uh, so we started book access and uh, two zero zero seven, right? Mm-hmm. And two zero zero two years later, we had the opportunity to do uh, the people sale. You know, uh, it wasn't quite the people sale yet. You know, at the time we were like, we need to do an event because suddenly someone was going to give us you know hundred or thousand books. We were just a tiny little bookstore we don't mm. we only uh, one staff right and and how are we going to handle all this you know we don't even have the space the logistics or anyone so so we had to overnight create uh, uh, the branding for it an event company you know in a way and learn how to run it right and um uh and and out of uh uh i wouldn't say desperation like, no out, out of um uh sort of like uh uh you know, when, when, when you're so worried, you know, that something would, would not uh, go well, you know, you really prepare. So mm. that is why the, the name Big Bad Wolf came up. So, you know, we wanted, mm. we wanted a name that uh, people could, could, could remember. It was different, you know, and we only had 5,000 ringgit for uh, advertising and promotion, right? Mm. Only one shot, one advertisement in, in a local daily, right? And so um, we, we needed the advertisement to go really far. So the hand, mm. the name, the wolf, you know, something different. And then people thought we were a foreign company because at that mm-hmm. time, not many uh, companies would call themselves, you know, uh, uh, names like that, which was different. Now it's quite common. Mm. And so so there were many thoughts that came into calling it Big Bad Wolf, but and uh, uh, that was one of the main reasons. It was a marketing uh, uh, decision 
Yeah, and it's something that catches the attention of people at the same time sounds like a very international brand. Is that that's what you mean, right? right because nobody will know Book Access, you know, at that time. And you see, oh, Book Access having a sale, you know, do they sell used books? Do they sell uh, uh, school books, right? Textbooks, what? Right? If if mm. uh, if a more popular book chain were to to have a, a sale, people would know what to expect. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So, mm. The amazing thing was uh, uh, we tried. You know, all the paperbacks at 8 ringgit. And you just went crazy. You know, uh, we sold out 95% of the books. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I suppose, like, uh, probably this um, supplier approached you. Uh, you were sort of like a startup right, at the time. And yeah. and I think startups are, you know, more flexible, more open to ideas. Had they gone to, like, an established book chain, they'd probably be turned down straight away because they don't want to deal with that. Right? In, actually, in actual fact, right, they did. They, mm. they, 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 they gave the books to uh, uh, the bigger chains, right? Mm. And uh, all these, the, and what the bigger chains did was, uh, they sold it at a, at a higher price. So, uh, you know, there was a lot of returns. You know, these mm. are overstocks and remainders, right? Mm. Went into the market one round, right? But they're all good uh, condition books. And then mm. it goes back to them. And then they give uh, all these uh, chains uh, opportunity to clear it. And then it comes back again. So it's mm. like, you know, the logistic cost and all, right? And, and, and so the distributor got so fed up. It's like, okay, why not try these guys out? You know, which was us. Right. Contact us. And then when we tried right. it, it was, a, it was a roaring success. They actually called me like a couple of weeks later after everything settled down. And they said that, hey, you know, we, we have uh, an, uh, another 200,000 books. Which is, <laughs> right? you, wow. you know, I said, let's, 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 uh, 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 give it uh, a few months because we also need to recover. You know, we almost died doing the sale no? because it was right. our ever event and it was a big event in a way that because so many people that came, we didn't know mm-hmm. how to run an event and uh, 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 we would like to strategize better. So six months later, we we, we took the 200,000 books in a, in a slightly better location and mm-hmm. uh, did extremely well again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Um, then, uh, uh, but the distributor need to shore up more books and all. And so we decided to do it annually. And then we didn't want right. to destroy the market also. Yeah, right, we right. Money, you know, among uh, all the, 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 the industry players. Right, right, right. And, and, and so you seem to have like an intuition about pricing. Uh. Uh, so I don't know if it's intuition or, or not because you said that like, you know you want it to be under 10 ringgit then for people back you said 8 ringgit right so, so so where did you arrive at this number did you just sort of know that that's what the customer would want I think uh, uh, always try to put yourself in the in the customer's uh, shoes right mm. it's, it's just like between it's a huge difference right between 10 ringgit and 9.99 yes it is it's only a 1 cent difference but psychologically it's a huge Difference. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. A big difference, right? When you sell it at nine ninety, I mean to yourself as a business, mm. nine ninety versus nine ninety nine. To the customer, there is no difference. Nine ninety, mm. nine ninety nine. But to a business person, if you're selling five million books, that extra nine cents, right, mm. could all be could be all your profit there. So, mm. Mm. so these are things that are interesting, you know. Right, right, right. So yeah, so it, by the sounds of it, right, including like how you call it the big bad wolf sale, like your intuition for marketing, uh, and then your intuition for pricing seems to be quite strong. Um, I think it has a lot to do with with my character, so and mm. 
you know how how I'm uh, how I grew up, how I built. You know, yeah. Later, which I will explain throughout the, the this. Mm. Uh, mm, mm, mm. So I can see how you managed to get the the books at these reduced prices. Are uh, basically you have like suppliers with um uh. What's the right term? Overstock books, is it? Or like re, uh, yeah, remainder? We, we first started with remainder books. Remainder, right, remainder books, right. Uh, books that have gone out and came back, right, mm. uh, after six months, but they're all brand new, still in good condition. All the browsers, you know, the distributor do not, or the publisher do not take it back. So just like our remainders. Then there are overstocks, mm. you know, where they print 10,000 copies. You know, the one round goes up. After two or three months, when they monitor the sales, they know that let's say they have another two three two three thousand in the warehouse they know that it's slow there's going to be more returns coming back and the brand new overstocks they don't want to keep it or they want to skim it off so you know mm. thousand they would like to just move out of the inventory because they know it's going to be remainder right might right. well uh, do it slightly earlier for more space and less cost only you know so so that uh, but back to your question right you know, uh, uh, how, how do we manage to sell books at reduced uh, prices? Is basically boils down to uh, us, you know, always finding a solution to a problem, right? Mm-hmm. And we, we must never be so set, you know, to think that uh, everything is set in stone. You know, you mm-hmm. cannot, you cannot, you cannot uh, change things, right? But mm-hmm. can, everything can be changed. Everything is negotiable, you know, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so, mm-hmm. I mean, we all learn this as a kid. Right, mm. your father or mother say no, 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 but you beg and you cry, you beg and you cry. Right, you, even something which, which, which was was a really a big no could become a yes, mm. or half yes. You know something, yeah. right? So, yes. so I guess uh, when we grow up, you know, we work and all, we, we always have to 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 be that 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 the person you know as we were as a kid, you know, to always mm. push. You know, it's actually in us. You know, sometimes people say that, uh, uh, oh, I'm not good at selling. Right, but it's not true. You, as a kid, you're always trying to sell the idea to your mom or your dad. Right, you know, I'm one day, no, and why should I get this? You know, I'll, I'll be a good boy or whatever, a good girl, you know, that kind of thing, right? So, yeah. <laughs> out again in just a different manner, right? So, yeah, for us, we, 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 we know that now we have we had the taste of uh, uh, books being below 10 ringgit. And that is what the customers need, right? It's not that they want, you know, they needed it there because Malaysians could, could, could never afford books. And books yeah. is something like kids devour every day. You know, mm. it's, it's, it's actually a necessity, you know, right? Mm. And so um, uh, we, we, we said, you know, that would be our mission, you know, to somehow get the publishers to understand this. And, um, and then we found ways you know, many different ways on, on, on how to go about this. And um, we successfully did it a few years ago where we got publishers mm-hmm. to print brand new books at remainder prices. You know, oh. it was never heard before. It was oh, something wow. which they would never have done. But mm-hmm. somehow we had to prove to them that it could work. You know, mm-hmm. if publishers knew that they could sell 10 times more in volume, they mm-hmm. could drop the price drastically. But no mm-hmm. one was there to prove to them. That is why, you know, uh, Big Bad Wolf uh, had to go on a crazy expansion around the world. You know, we were t- with pre-COVID, we were in 12 different countries, mm. right? So we needed the volume to show the publishers that, you know, we can do the volume. Because whereas most uh, bookstores around the world, they are localized. They are only in their own country. When you're own country, you can't have the volume. You need to be global. Mm. Yeah. 
So, mm. so this, this is one of the the the, the many ways I know apart from uh, volume, right? Uh, to get the the publisher to lower the price. There was also issues with um, local book chains complaining, and then how do we solve the problem for the publisher? Because the publisher say, hey, you know, uh, uh, you you if I sell you this book so cheap, right? I'm selling the same book uh, to 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 other local chains, and um, they're gonna make noise, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you could be taking 10, 20 times more than them, but you're selling at a lower price. You know, the big mm-hmm. would sale and all. So we had to come up with a solution for them. You know, mm-hmm. so we at the back of the book, you know, uh, uh, when they printed for us, you know, we had the Red Riding Hood. Uh, Red Riding Hood is actually uh, our CSR uh, arm, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, uh, uh, it, it brings uh, books to, to kids all around the world, right? Uh, we, we support uh, charitable organizations and all. And so, um, so it says that, you know, uh, Big Bad Wolf, you know, a global reading advocacy, right? And all okay, can this book is not to be resold. This book is only to be sold at a Big Bad Wolf sale, right? Not the kind of thing. It's a one once a year event. So when we 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 give all these ideas to the publisher, then the publisher is like, oh yeah, you know, when when other other local chains complain, they say, you see, you know, this book is not to be resold. It's only to be sold at a sale, and it's only like a ten day event once a year. What are you worried about? You know, it's a reading, it's a global reading advocacy. Right, mm. so suddenly everyone keeps quiet. Right, mm. you know, nothing to say. How can you say something against a global reading advocacy? Just like mm. World Book Day, right? A lot of publishers uh, 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 publish really good, watered-down version of classics, uh, or even like rolled-out books. Right, go for I think one um, p, you know, one mm. s in UK, right? Mm. You know, it's, it's for World Book Day, right? That kind of thing. Mm. So, so we look at. Uh, 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 all this, you know, and and and, and try to craft up uh, a solution. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think very often when people encounter an obstacle very fast, people might say, "Oh, cannot be done." But actually, a lot of things you can sort of figure out, one right? Like, you, right? Just take a step back and ask some good questions. Yeah. Like, for we, example, in your case, right? Malaysia boleh lah. Yeah. <laughs> in this country, right? You know, this cannot be done. Thing has done it. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So even for like the like the book chains or you know, you you know like so even if they have an issue, then you sort of say, okay, what is your issue, and then sort of think about actually if it was this other way, will it still be an issue? You know, so you you have to be very creative, right, in in yeah. solving these problems. Things can be done, uh. and 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 the the title, the world's largest book sale. Like how how did this come about? This title. This one, okay, this one came about uh, when we <clears throat> did the first sale, response was amazing. So we had complaints uh, uh, from uh, local bookstores, okay? Mm. And um, they were not happy. Um, the second event, six months later, more complaints. When I say complaints, they complained to the distributor, they complained to the publisher. Mm. After the, the third sale, uh, uh, all the the local uh, bookstores here, the chains are the big chains, right? They they knew that uh, in actual fact, uh, somehow rather, right? I don't know why, right? Malaysian businesses are not uh, is is uh, it's not just this industry. Other industries they see other competitors like as enemies. You can be a competitor, but you should be friends in a way, right? I mean, talking about same industry, right? Mm. Um, and so. Uh, all the other bookstores, the, the 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 big chains, 
they all never like each other. Always complaining and bitching about each other. No, you know, uh, and and I always wanted to be friends with them. You know, but but somehow we were we were we were their common enemy, and mm. so they all got together, right? Mm. Because they had a, they had a common enemy now, and to get rid of us, so they we one voice. They knew that individually they complained. You know, it wouldn't be loud enough, so they all got together and um, uh, complained to to the publisher. You know, in UK and US, saying that you know. Uh, um, uh, these guys are destroying the market, you know, and, and if you continue supporting them, we will, uh, you know, all our, all our chains in, in Southeast Asia will not uh, support you. So, of course, the publisher's main uh, objective is to sell books at full price, not mm. not not at the at, at remainder price. We were actually like the, the, the dirty end of the industry, you know. You know, we were like the bottom feeders. We were like the, the scrap metal dealers, you know, that... that that the kind of uh, 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 guys, right? So of course the the distributor said, you know, um, the the distributor actually the reason why they gave it to us was they had a very different mentality. You know, you're British and and the book market there is very mature. Mm. So he understands the need to seed the market. You know, because Malaysia, right, is is not a reading nation. You know, we don't have a reading culture. So mm. so he 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 understood that, right? But of course, the the the, the other booksellers uh, never never saw that we were actually complementing the industry. We were not mm. destroying the industry, right? Mm. When sales were when sales are slow, and sales had always been slow for the books for the for the past you know twenty years, right? Instead of uh, finding out the real reason or cleaning out their backyard, they they, they blame us, you know. To the, they just tell the management, oh, it's, it's, you know, it's an easy way to blame, right? Mm. Mm. Yeah, easy blame. So. Um, the distributor told us that, hey, you know, uh, they call us for a meeting and saying that, hey, we can't support uh, you anymore for the for sale, right? Um, uh, so much complaints, you know, and um, I say, yes, I, I say, I totally understand. And, and, and I mean, of course, we were so disappointed because the first three, uh, two, three years, like the first three sales, we never made money, you know. You know, we just mm-hmm. made enough, you know, to, to, to keep it going, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. so, um, uh, we we were so mad, right? And we, we decided to buy a round the world ticket, right? And uh, to go go and see the publishers uh, in UK and US, right, and Australia, you know. And we told them our problems. We also started talking to book distributors, right, or or or, or remainder dealers and all, right. Mm. A lot of them first time we are meeting. We explain to them the story. We explain to them what's going on, and uh, they all agreed to help us. You know, they all agreed to supply books to us, right? Mm-hmm. So starting from one source, we had about you know ten to twelve different uh, sources, right? And when I told them that hey, I'm going to sell this book at eight ringgit, he go like, no way, you're going to do that. You know, you can sell more, right? And then I explained to them why I needed to sell at this price. I need a frenzy, right? And and so actually, the two biggest supporters. <laughs> They never been to Malaysia, right? Mm. They actually flew all the way here to witness the first sale that we did, you know, on our own, right? To just to see whether you know the supplier told me like if I if I will murder you, right? If if you if you lie to me and you're gonna sell the book at double the price because I mm. pushed them so hard on the price, you know, mm-hmm. it was like why do you need to sell at this price? Why they just couldn't understand? They go why 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 you know? So they flew all the way down, right? <laughs> and they were so shocked to see the response, you know. So back to your question of, you know, uh, oh, how, wow. how did it become the world's biggest book sale? Was we just wanted to shut everybody up, 
there was so much noise uh, uh, among all the local chains, right, uh, or the industry players, the big industry players about Big Bad Wolf and Book Access. I just wanted to shut everybody up. So the third seal, we had uh, 300,000 books, right? We needed to jump to 1.5 million books in order to be the world's biggest book sale. You know, we wanted to, to uh, it's not so much an ego thing, right? But it was a, it was a strategic thing. So there were two, two strategies. Number one, uh, to jump five times in volume, we were extremely nervous. We, we, we really needed to sell all those books because we still had no warehouse then. We are still a very tiny business. And can you imagine, 1.5 million books is equivalent to um, 50, 60 containers. Where do you park 50, 60 containers, right? Even a big warehouse can't even park 50, 60 containers in one go. We needed to, we're talking about that volume coming at the same time. And we somehow managed to get credit. And then we didn't have the money to fund it anyway, you know, right? So we, 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 we somehow managed to get credit from the suppliers overseas that were supporting this event. Hmm. We had 90 days to pay them. So we had to time it, you know, when you order the books, 35, 45 days to arrive here, you had two, three weeks to sort out and then straight away start the sale and then pay them the from the collection. We had to, we were suddenly moving to the big leagues because we were just renting, you know, abandoned shopping malls uh, to do uh, uh, our events, right? Or office. Mm-hmm. This time around at 1.5 million, we needed to go to a convention center. So, mm. you know, renting a convention center, hiring hundreds of uh, uh, temp staff, right? And so everything runs into millions, you know, logistics. Mm. Which, trust me, Derek, we didn't have money at that time. Okay, totally mm. no money. And the mm. plan was, if it didn't work out, we would run to Thailand. Literally, <laughs> Thailand. You know, oh my <laughs> wow, that's, that's such a roll of a dice. Huh? I mean, I'm not kidding, you know, it's, it, and it's just not something which which uh, is a story that we quote down. We really were, we had to run because how are you going to pay everybody, right? Mm-hmm. If students will will, will, will will be lining up after the sale and, and, and chasing us if we can't pay them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our business was so small. We only had yeah. one shop and, and it was only like, you know, uh, uh, a few thousand uh, square feet, right? And books, you know, how much money you can make out of books, right? Mm-hmm. So, so it was a really uh, leap of faith, you know, doing it. So of course, mm-hmm. When you coin it, the world's biggest book sale, you know, people get excited. Malaysians get excited. It's like, hey, you know, uh, come and check out the world's biggest book sale. It's going to be a lot of books, right? You know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. This is also mm-hmm. to shut everybody up in the industry because we wanted to tell them that, you know, you created this monster, no? Mm-hmm. You know, you pushed us to, to this because we were actually very happy doing it once a year, you know, a few hundred thousand books, making a difference in the industry, getting people to read more, right? You know, not, mm-hmm. not into a full-scale uh, 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 event and so I think I would actually have to thank them you know for, for <laughs> that's why you always notice I use the word big change you know I don't want to mention any names you know right. happy that they were there to, to 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 bring us to you know to a whole different level to where we are today right 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 that's interesting and 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 and, and also the um uh uh, the twenty-four hour thing was deliberate, like, I suppose, like one shot, just twenty-four hours no, and done. That one also got, got different. You know, the many different approaches on why, right? And somehow, whenever we do something, we never land exactly where you want to land. You know, mm. so uh, the reason, one of the main reason was uh, we wanted to encourage reading, 
right? Mm. We're going to encourage everybody to read. And then we realized that, you know, 10 years ago, right? Actually, even now, but 10 years ago, it was different. Now, a lot of kids will be at home playing games, you know, they can think gaming, uh, uh, esports is a big thing, you know, at the time, no. What was the big thing? Go mama. Mm. Right? You know, you mm. uh, you always hang out at the mama or go clubbing and things like that. All right, this is what mm. what what what, what uh, the youth do. You know, uh, uh, after classes, you know, at night or, or weekends, right? And so we thought it'd be cool to, okay, you go mama, it's going to be hot, right? And all, and so um, why don't we set up a mama in the sale, right? Twenty four hours, uh, Friday night, Saturday night. Just two for, for two just for the weekend, right? Uh, we open twenty four hours. There's a mama here. There's air condition, right? Versus you know going going to to to, to the normal mama and uh, give you a try now because you always go back to the same mama. Why don't you try this mama then? And uh, I'm quite sure among friends, you know, five six uh, when they hang out, there's always a reader there. And all you need to do is the reader say, hey. This time around venue, let's go to the book sale. It's 24 hours of aircon, right? You know, right? And the, now free admission, free admission is very important, right? And so, um, um, and we knew that if you put the right book in front of the right person, you 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 will get them reading. You yeah. know, everyone has an interest and that's how diverse uh, books are. So, mm. so it, that was the, the, the target. Uh, it worked, you know, uh, uh, we, we got in uh, a lot of kids coming in. And then it was so cool, you know, in our first 24 hours, you will see uh, guys and girls after clubbing, you know, the, the girls will be on, 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 on uh, the, the mini skirt and high heels and, you know, holding the books and queuing up, right? And, <laughs> wow. You know, so that was really amazing to actually see, see that, right? Uh, I mean, people after clubbing, buying books, you know, not to see a sexy girl. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, uh, that's <laughs> quite a story. Uh. <laughs> okay, but here's the thing, like I said, you know, we always, most of the time we don't land where we expect to land, right? So, but the response for the 24 hours was so crazy. It was crazy that it was busier than the daytime, right? You know why? Uh, uh, Astro was there doing uh, interviews every day. Uh, Astro supported us uh, uh, uh that particular year when we first went 24 hours because they were also very interested, right? So every every night, uh, there was a, a, a TV crew there. And nine out of 10 uh, persons that the, 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 they, they interviewed, they were from our station. Mm. So this is the thing we don't realize, you know? So uh, there are a lot of customers, let's say from Ipoh, from Suramban and all, you know, they, they, are, they are scared to come to Kuala Lumpur. They worry about traffic. And those days, you know, Hardly people use GPS, right? And uh, you know they get lost, right? And they, these are all uh, uh, smaller town folks that yeah, they're not used, you know, to driving to the big city and all. And if they were to come in at eleven o'clock at night, you know, uh, twelve o'clock, there's no traffic, you know, and and they could navigate themselves around uh, uh, better, and they could take their time, you know, to browse the books and then go home and and wake up late, you know, Saturday morning, Sunday morning, and enjoy the books, you know, right, with the family and all. So. So it was a different market which we never knew existed. And seriously, it was so much people, right? And and they were majority of them were from the outskirts mm. of uh, uh, Klang Valley. Mm, mm, mm. And 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 um I mean I was one of the people who were there. I remember the bars and, and people like um 
I suppose if they made the trip right, they would buy like a huge volume uh, of books. Uh. I remember people like carrying like gigantic yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, so boxes, baskets of books. And, and also, um, I think back to the question of, uh, you know, uh, us being able to identify with our customers, you know, and getting deep into the customer's head, you know, and, and what makes a customer tick, right? So, uh, the pricing was one, you know, we could understand that, right? Because seriously, we could have sold each book one or two ringgit more, right? And we have sold like, you know, 14 million books over the past uh, uh, 15 years, right? Mm. If we sold 40, 50 million books, I can't imagine I have extra 100 million in my pocket right now, right? You know, mm. it, it could retire and, and feed the next 20 generations, you know, with 100 million. Mm. Mm-hmm. But we don't do that, no. Because so easily done it. I mean, you would pay extra one ringgit and one flinch, right? Yeah, that's Correct. right. Yes. But we didn't know. So the customers knew also that, you know, uh, these guys could have done it, but they didn't. So that's mm-hmm. why the, 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 I think the brand recognition for Book Access and People is there, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. when you talk about uh, uh, big brands in Malaysia, you know, mm-hmm. who say I love my telco? always something but this is something very different no? this is so much of a social um, uh, business rather than a uh, 100% commercial mm. entity mm. Yeah. Mm. So, okay so back to the customer psyche right um, as a reader why the 24 hours also is that you know you cannot be distracted when you're buying books so can you imagine right now 10 o'clock to 12 o'clock, you want to go to the big well sale in the afternoon, right? You manage to get some time off uh, work or, or your off day or something like that, right? Um, mm. You actually need about four to five hours to, to browse the whole hall. So you're already pressured with time. Then, you know, you, you, you know, when 20 years ago, when we start our day, we leave the home, you, you leave our home, right? We only got one or two things to do. Now, because of the way the world is moving so fast, you know, a uh, handphone, uh, uh, messaging and, and blah 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 and all the DMs right you end up with 20 things a day to do mm. right and you cannot be distracted when you know somebody is chasing you for something you've got deadlines you you have somebody uh, 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 chasing you when you're coming home or this and all you know, are you late for something you know and then somebody's asking you things you know can you do that can you do that how are you going to buy books in peace you cannot it just doesn't work that way right but if you can come after dinner no, you know, this after after 10, you hardly get any messages, right? Mm, mm, you know, you, you've got no more appointments, you know, and you mm. can take your time to browse through the millions of books, uh, you know, at 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, right? So, mm. uh, readers really enjoyed that, that, that long uh, uh, hours. Mm, mm. And, and the other thing I also wanted sort of to ask, sort of building on from this uh, is because, so th- that's like an event, right? And I know that, um, not not too long ago, you you built like a very big book access store in Tamarind Square, uh, like a twenty four hour. I read about it in the news. I was like, wow, what the what's a, such a unique move, right? Uh, and and so I think that you mentioned in an interview that it is to also serve audiences to discover new books. So the concept is quite similar, except now this is like a permanent, like a bookstore, right? So so. When you opened this store, what were your objectives and like how did you arrive at this decision to do this? Okay, so you know, like like back to your question as well. At that time bookstores were downsizing, right? Mm. And then suddenly boom, we came up with a with the biggest uh, uh bookstore in, in in Malaysia. And mm. this 24 hour thing was a given thing already. 
through the experiment mm. of Big Bad Wolf, we know that uh, uh, it will work, right? Um, but a huge store like that, 38,000 square feet, is a whole different ball game again. You, 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 you have you, you know, you all the expenses, right? And then the, the the rental and all. And so this goes back to the the us, you know, being the type that will find a solution to the problem. The problem is um, bookstores are all downsizing, right? But how come we are we are upsizing, right? Yeah. So uh, we knew that uh, the the look the overhead for retail is too high, and uh, we needed to bring that down. Mm. Rental was a, was a problem, <clears throat> and then amortization for renovation was another problem, right? Mm. You you had the lease for three years, you know you you need to move out after three years, right? Sometimes you can continue on the lease, but the malls will keep you there within two or three years, and you have to amortize millions of rental, sorry, millions of uh, uh capex, right? Just in in over three years, so the math don't work. Then we talked to the malls, we think that you know if 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 you need a bookstore, which all malls need a bookstore, it's got to be long term. So if, let's say you do it nine years, three terms, then suddenly the amortization part. It's not a problem anymore. So you solve one problem. Then the other problem is, you know, you you uh, bookstore need a lot of space. Then you talk to a developer to to join venture with them. You know, right? Yeah. So so because they also help out the facilities of the mall. You know, the cinemas, the food courts. You know, all the open spaces and all. Right. So so we talk to them that you know this is a necessity and so 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 is 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 us engaging with them, right? Traditionally uh, they wouldn't, but uh, when they see the the the, the importance and the need needs of it, then then they will open up their eyes. Yeah. So, um, tamarind also was an experience uh, experiment for us because we feel that you know bookstores right um, must be a community uh, uh, space. Mm. It cannot be you know uh, uh, a, a space for um, because reading has always been associated with with the more affluent right. And 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 a different uh, society, and it has always been like that for for since the days uh, books started, right? So we want to change that. You know, we want to sell to the ninety seven percent of the world, which is uh, uh, doesn't have access to it, right? And uh, so you know, all the other uh, book uh, people in the industry, they're just going after and going round in circles after the three percent. You know, why don't we go for the ninety seven percent? You know, which is mm which really trumps the, the, the 3%, right? So uh, we wanted to be a community bookstore. That means you must, you come into the bookstore, right? You must feel that this store is your bookstore. This store is my right to like my home. You know, I do whatever the heck I want. I want to sit down, I want to read, I want to sleep, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, you go to Tamari, you have that feeling, you know? You don't have the feeling that, oh, the security guard there, people look at me, you know, can I sit down and browse the book on the floor? Can I open the book? No, that kind of thing, right? Um, that's why when you go in, we gave our prime location right as you enter to a huge student uh, study area. It's just not for students, but it's a study area, you know. And um, you could eat there, you could uh, uh, hang out there all day long. Uh, you can bring your own food, little water, so we didn't care. You could charge your phone. We had charging stations everywhere, uh, free Wi-Fi and and aircon for twenty four hours, right? So and you could hold up to hundred students. So this wow. is just, you know, showing that the community part of it, you know, mm. abuse it. You know, I mean, it's like no one's stopping you, right? You know, mm. so 
and we 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 it's also a human experiment to see you know uh, uh would people know how to appreciate it because we see they always say oh Malaysians like this like that like you know that kind of thing right you know always like, use things don't take care of things mess things up and all that kind of thing right so so uh it was a social experiment so which 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 works extremely well to the point where uh now all the stores we are building you know has a huge community uh element to it mm. Yeah. So it's a people's bookstore in a way, you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and and you make it sounds like you you make it very comfortable for people to be in there, la. Like they're not just there because they want to buy a book. It just it's just comfortable to stay in, la, Right. Like you can charge your phone, sit around, chat with your friends. Yes. And then the thing is, we we kind of understand the the what students are going through. So um, a lot of people were saying that you know some of our team members also right. Uh, they were saying that hey. What if people abuse the place? You know, twenty-four hours. You know, no restriction. They could sit down there all day long. They don't buy a book. You know, that's the key thing. Everybody said they're not going to buy a book. Uh, Cyber Giant is all you know. Students everywhere, right? So many universities around us. I said that's exactly what it should be—a true community bookstore where the students come in there. You know, uh, they meet up because you know, as a student, right? You you live in 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 an apartment with. With you know ten other uh, 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 uni mates, it's noisy. You know, smoking, music, someone playing the guitar. You know, friends coming over. It doesn't end when like, somebody has a pet like, You know, it's crazy, right? How are you going to study? You can't study. You know, so uh, and not not many are so privileged like us, right? There's a lot of uh, majority of the students. You know, come all the way to KL, right, with nothing, right, and then they have to cram into one apartment, right, and so this is their place, you know, and these are the grassroots and the grassroots really need a place like that because where they can sit down and discuss and, 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 and do their work, you know, with, with, mm. with friends and all, right. And, um, so you also notice that, you know, uh, they'll go dating, uh, they'll sit down in one corner, <laughs> but they're still starting, you know, but, yeah. uh, and, and these couples, right. Uh, mm. these kids in a few years time, yes, they are not going to read. Because you cannot inculcate inculcate the reading habit overnight, right? Mm. It takes years. It takes seeding. Mm. You know, you might they might not even be readers for their whole life because mm. somehow you lost the very important window. They never grew up with books, so they lost mm. that window, right? Um, but they will get married, correct? And when they get married, they will remember us. Mm. So this is the this is us looking, you know, five ten years down the road where they will be our customers because when they have a kid, they need to feed books to the kid every single day, you know, and they will remember that book access was there for them. Yeah. So, mm. yeah, that, yeah. That, also there's a lot of this kind of uh, reasons I know why, why that big bookstore, why 24 hours, you know, why community bookstore, and as, as sellers, right? Booksellers must be like teachers. You know, mm-hmm. well, teachers are, are, are the uh, you know the most underpaid um, profession. Mm-hmm. Well, given the fact that the importance of 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 teachers, actually, teachers should be paid like CEOs. You know, mm-hmm. but they're not, right? Mm-hmm. So 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 for 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 a bookseller, we must be like a teacher. Our job is to get people to read more, no matter what. You know, not to sell a book, but to read more. So there's a big difference between sell a book and read more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And 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 uh, I can I can sound I can hear like how you very community driven. Also, you're thinking very long term, because uh, you talk about even like generationally, like your kids and all. Like you're really thinking of this in a very very long, long game like that. So that's uh, that's very interesting to to hear. And then also, yeah, revolution. Yeah, I mean, like I also understood what you uh, mentioned earlier about how you access like the ninety seven percent. Yeah, so I suppose there are many people who don't read because they don't. It's just too out of reach, like price-wise, right? That they never really experience it and they don't realize they like it, right? So uh, you know, I, I actually, I, I actually used to. I lived uh, outside Malaysia before. I actually lived in UK, right? So, and when you make money there, and the book price is the same, you know, you know what I mean? Like it, it's like it's like converted. So it's like there. Let's say something here that sells for like fifty ringgit might be like ten pounds there. Yes. And 10 pounds there is like nothing like that if you're working exactly. there. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you said a very good point. Because in US and UK, a movie ticket, right, costs two or three times more than a book. Mm. So, the book costs two or three times more than a movie ticket. Okay. Mm. Mm. In UK and US, you work one hour, you can buy a book. Here you work one day, you can maybe buy a book. Mm. If, no, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look at the UK, uh, I can't wait to do Big Bad Wolf in UK. Because mm. you see, a lot of people say that, oh, what you're doing, right, can only work in developing countries, which is good. Mm. I'm 90, 90% of the world is developing anyway, right? Mm. But the goal, right, is to tell these guys in UK and US, hey, you know, the market is even bigger in a market that is reading. Because, you see, in UK, right, can you be, so it's good that you have the experience in UK, so you understand where I'm coming from. If you mm. go to London and all, you talk to anybody, uh, they're all from where, no? Poland, Ukraine, everybody. Mm, mm, There's mm. so many uh, foreigners there, right? Mm, and mm. if you, to make books extremely cheap there, right? You could, you see these Polish guys and all these guys and all, right? They they are there uh, because of EU and all, and and uh, they started families there and all. But you don't see them in Waterstones. You don't see mm. them in bookstores. Mm. But if you can make books at one pound, two pounds, right? They will go crazy and buy books for their kids because they want their kids to grow up speaking properly. You know, mm, mm. English and all, right? That's how they're going to to to, to build their next next get ready for the next generation in 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 a new land. You know, mm, they need mm, all this, right? So, so uh, uh, doing a big bag sale in in UK with extremely crazy prices, right? You know, this mm. thing all the 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 majority of of the the foreigners, and which is so many of them, you know, to invent. Mm, uh, mm, mm. And I. I yeah, so I, I actually want to go back to the question that I sort of asked in the beginning, which is about MCO and COVID and all that, right? So as I understand it, currently, you, um, because of the restrictions, uh, there are no physical events, you know, bookstores are shut, right? That you also went through a process of trying to replicate a physical bookstore online, right? So so can you tell us more about this? And like, I think it was like, you're, you're, is it 12 different countries or something like that you have like a... Uh, online site is it is that correct um so of course the panic happened uh, when when mco came you know mm. more events and for the next two or three years and we cannot have that we couldn't have that because pre-covid we had about 680 uh of us right and um uh like a lot of companies we had to retrench we just had no choice we had to retrench right and we did it very early in march you know and so um but there was still even after you mentioned, there's still 200 over hours. And 200 over is still a lot of people with zero income. You know, so the runway was very short. 
before before the 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 the, the we run out of space to mm. uh, to stop the plane right and then it crash mm. right and um if you don't do something your kick is getting shorter and shorter right and so we only had a few months and we really had to pivot you know and we we always wanted to do online we knew that uh, uh eventually you know uh, yes we were super old school you know uh we were very low tech the when you one day when you come to our warehouse you you see that you know uh we are not even automated at all and mm. uh, but the industry is such because we were going to third world countries you know developing countries and all and uh there's no technology there so doing online events there no is not going to work not yet you know we needed to see the market first you see if amazon were to open let's say in bangladesh mm. right they're not going to sell any books there they're going to be selling you know uh, uh, uh you know fashion uh, gadgets phones and all right power banks but they're not going to sell books because mm. there's no reading culture there we needed to see the market first right mm. because you do not go online to buy books unless you're looking for a specific book or type of book but if there's no reading culture that's not going to happen so we were busy seeding you know the uh, all these uh, countries around the world and then bring the online portion you know uh, for five years down the road right so so that's why we didn't have a, a online uh, section yet we were busy growing that part uh, and and so the online ideas were all there so when 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 uh, uh, covid came right we were just, we were all sitting on in office and uh, thank god we had a license to to function we had a letter from ministry because we had a small e-commerce uh, division and so we could hatch the plan and and start planning and converting the whole warehouse into an e-commerce warehouse right so everyone you know uh, including uh, myself and all you know had to pick and pack books and build shelves deliver books you know right to, mm. to build the whole system uh, and it was a very expensive process it cost us almost 10 million right just to convert oh, wow. the warehouse so and that term you know was everything that we have you know literally everything there wow. was no plan b you know if that didn't work ah then like thailand <laughs> and you know with the thai partner i actually spoke to the thai partner his name was gong i think gong if everything if everything goes south right uh, you you i'm going to hold you to your promise you know, because he always told me uh, i will always have a home in thailand no matter what no <laughs> right that's all i wow. need, you know you can leftovers every day right but i just need a home right so <laughs> you say yes 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 you know the offer stands for life you know <laughs> so so you bet you bet the entire thing on this whole e-commerce move like right? yeah how did did me and jacqueline right uh jacqueline my wife and business partner right how did we from a 500 square foot shop with literally nothing build you know a a a, a company that that was worth almost uh, uh half a billion ringgit right mm. without any financing without i mean without any external money without any partners you know because every single step of the way it was all in all in all in so when we came to a point where we were at 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 680 staff right you cannot go all in anymore like it doesn't work that way you were just like you got 680 people to feed can you imagine if everything goes down what will happen right you cannot take the cash anymore so mm-hmm. you know we thought that gone are the days like no we go all in but bloody hell it's like when covid came right same thing again no so it was like natural instinct like no don't even flinch you know you know we're so used to going all in right so so we went all in and put all the whatever we had and and on the on the online part you know and thank god it worked because even for book access right our volume jumped 15 times uh, uh during mco mm. yeah mm. so that really 
the company alive, you know, and oh wow, also gave us the 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 the, the courage to to do Big Bad Wolf overseas online, but ship mm. from Malaysia. You know, because we know that if it's going to happen in Malaysia, the big crazy boom for books, right? Because everyone is stuck at home and they need books. How many gadgets are there at home? Can you imagine you're stuck uh, 24 hours for months, right? Do you, does every home has five to eight electronic uh, gadgets, multimedia gadgets? No, right? Yeah. Books is one. And then you plus, you, you need to detox. So you go crazy in front of a phone for 18 hours for months, right? You know, right? So... Books was the next go-to thing, right? Or DIY yeah. at home and blah, blah, that kind of thing. So that's why the huge search. And then, of course, kids need to learn. You know, they, they cannot be, 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 be just playing games uh, all day around. So activity yeah. book, you know. Uh, yeah. it, it's a, it was a great time to read. Uh. I, I agree, right? Because people are stuck at home. And like you said, like, sometimes like, people never had the time to do certain things before. Now suddenly, oh, got time already. Uh, so can't go out, right, on the weekend. So why don't pick up a book? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. So, so, but so, sort of like um, considering that, right? Would you say that um, you actually did better during last year, or still not as good, at, at the end? Still, still not as good. Still very far, but the the margins uh, is better mm. uh, uh, for online. Uh, less, uh, you know, you 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 a lot of resources are, are safe, you know, that way, and. Mm. Uh, once we really roll it up properly, uh, it's a much, 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 much better business model and future for us. The online part, we will still do right. the online, but uh, not, not, not uh, that, uh, uh, not that many events like it used to be. So it'd be a hybrid. Right. Yeah. 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 And 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 once this sort of, um, I don't know when you predict things to go back to somewhat normal, uh, but. But what things a bit looks more normal? Do you see? Will you still go back to focusing on like physical books, or you guys still gonna go this e-commerce path? Really? Uh, physical books. Uh, so so uh, sorry, not physical books. Physical stores. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I think one one thing also uh, uh with us is uh we always uh try to look forward and plan ahead. You know and instead of uh, having a wait and see, yes, people plan and then they wait and see. For us, we plan and then we go, you know? Mm. Because wait and see to me is like, uh, it's not exciting, you know? Right? So, so, so I like the thrill of, uh, uh, we're just going to go for it, right? And then when you go for it, really, you, you put one foot inside, you cannot take the foot out already. You have to make sure it works, you know? And so uh, we have already plan, you know, amidst the up and down, can you imagine, last, uh, towards the end of last year, they, they, they let everybody up, then lockdown, then let everybody then lockdown, then December, we thought, oh, the worst is over, wow, retail was back to normal, and blah, blah, everybody was out and about, you know, uh, Langkawi has never been so busy ever, right, mm. then came January, crap, mm. oh, lockdown again, you know, so it's like, for businesses, right, retail is like, when is this going to end? They can't, they can't, uh, 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 then they say, it's right. Yeah, we should wait and see because you can see up, up, down, up, down. But during the time, we already been planning and um, we are currently, I'm, I'm not kidding, we are currently building in construction right now, three stores, you know. And by the end of this year, we're going to have 15 brand new stores. Oh, wow. It took us 13 years to build uh, the current stores that we are having. Right, 
But the next nine months, you're going to see 15 stores around Malaysia. And oh yeah, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing, right? So wow. uh, we, we, uh, uh, we plan to be the leading bookstore in Malaysia because mm. uh, uh, MCU also put a knock, right, uh, on, on a lot of uh, people in the industry and uh, the big players are found there are downsizing or consolidating, mm. right? Mm. So while they downsize, they consolidate, we're going to fill the void. Mm. But we feel mm. that bookstores must always grow. Bookstores cannot go backwards. Mm. And, and, and I don't care whether it's, it's, it's you know, uh, uh, financially savvy to do that, but the moral of it is right. Mm, so mm. somehow you know we'll be blessed in other ways uh, so mm, mm. that is how we always do you know yeah 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 I, i'm so inspired by this conversation uh. literally obviously it was like uh, even though it was such tough times a challenging time last year but you still saw an opportunity and just pushed ahead anyway right despite the fact that i mean timing wise a lot of people i feel that it's a bit odd to do this but that's how very good decisions are made sometimes. You see an opportunity, you just go all in, right? you just push, but people don't expect you to. Correct. And we are not a big MNC or what, no? Trust me, you know, every month out of the, our, our financial meeting uh, is like, you want to cry or no? You know, like, <laughs> there's no money, there's no money, no, but, you know, you know uh, we do this, we, we do what a small startup does, but mm. large scale, uh, you know? Yeah, 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 wow. Startup, uh, uh, mentality wow okay <laughs> um and, and for um kind of going to like the to the listeners here like, obviously I, I imagine many of them would have visited a book access or been to a big that would sale, right but um for those of them who maybe have not what do you think is um, uh, a good way to start a reading habit ah very simple we all know how important books are we all know that books are here to stay right mm. and um you see, uh, we, when we check our phones, five minutes here, five minutes there, five minutes in the lift, looking at, at, at uh, Instagram and blah, 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 that kind of thing, right? It all adds up mm. to two hours, you know, mm. a day, averagely. Some mm. even four. Mm. But a normal person is two. Mm. It's scary, you know, two hours a day, uh, busy body, what your friend ate, where your friend went, what your friend <laughs> did, got jealous mm. about something. It's like, what is all this four fighting going to benefit you? You know, yeah. if you really want to know where to eat, when it's time to eat, you Google where the best place to eat, right? You know, or, or some kind of list or something out there. You don't have to, did it matter to you what your friend did? And you know, after the after days and years of, or five years of, 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 of watching what your friends eat and did and when, did it matter to you? It didn't. And what knowledge you gain out of it? You know, mm. nothing, right? So mm. if you spend half an hour a day reading, just half an hour a day reading, right? You would have read, a thousand books in your lifetime, you know. Mm, mm. If you spend two two hours on a Saturday reading, right, you know, it's almost your whole week quota you, you already uh, uh, did if you didn't have the half an hour. But we know we have the half an hour, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not asking for the two hours. Yes, yes, social media very important. We're all addicted to it, you know. You have to go and check it out, whatever, like, it's fine, right? Yeah. But just take away half an hour from it. Right. Yeah. Learn to yeah. read and, 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 and reflect. You know, you yeah. reflect when you when 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 you when you go on social media. I mean, we are all humans. How many times when we are on social media, right? Envy comes in. You know, we are so envious, mm. right? Mm. You read the book, you get envious, or you don't. Mm. You know, mm. you get inspired, mm. right? So mm. you know, pick up a book and can you imagine thirty minutes a day is a thousand books in your lifetime at least minimum, yeah. right? Yeah. And if you start off from 
uh, a child is probably 2,000 books, you know, you read, mm. right? Mm. And if you read an hour a day, it's three, 4,000 books. You know, some people can read two hours a day or so, right? Or six mm. hours on a Sunday, you know? Mm. So imagine you read 5,000 books. We all be so smart. You no, know, it'd, be, it'd be such a better world. We'd be more tolerant. You know, we 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 be better people, right? So, I agree. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. Like I mean, I mean, I I love reading also. Um, I, I mean, I don't just read. I, I consume different kind of uh, content, different form, but always learning lah. And and I I agree about um, you know, everyone just read like thirty minutes a day. Such a big difference too. I suppose I think that you use the word like self reflection, which is true because you 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 sort of slow down. And you're and you're reading and you're processing something, and most of the time you're also thinking about yourself as you're reading, right? No, it cannot be from an e-reader. No, it cannot mm. be because, mm. or it cannot be from a phone or an iPad because mm. all the notifications come in, right? The oh yeah. This and that, you cannot. You just stray away from it, and then bye bye. You know the reading time, and then next thing you know, crap! I just wasted the whole evening. Mm, mm, mm. And, and one other thing probably to sort of add on is perhaps for someone who doesn't have a habit of reading maybe you can start picking up uh, a book on a subject that you like because yes. I find that sometimes people because they set the bar too high they go and pick up a book on something that they think they should read they I need agree. to read there are, yeah. it must be books that, that uh, subject that they like Right, they they are, yeah. To some people, like oh, they go and, like the first book they pick up might be like the Seven Habits of Effective People, and 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 it may be a bit too big of a gap if you're not used to reading. Like just read something like like how you mentioned when you're a child, you started with comics, something easy just to get used to like flipping through that book, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I think that's also quite useful. So so Andrew, what's 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 next for Book Access? I know you mentioned fifteen physical bookstores coming this year. Um, and, and you, you look, you know, you want to be like the largest uh, book chain, right, in Malaysia, right? So at, anything else that we can look forward to this year? You know, uh, books are like, what no? Books are like a art gallery with stories attached, you know, because books are so beautiful, the covers and all that kind of thing, right? You know, mm. but I got stories attached to it and then you can buy. It's so exciting, right? And uh, we not only want to be uh, uh, the best in our industry, right? And to, to be the, the, uh, the biggest in our industry, right? And mm. the biggest part is not so is an ego thing, but we want to feel, feel the void there, right? Mm. Um, but we also, we want to set the standards for retail. And uh, we are currently building a store in my town, Cheras. Uh, it's going to be a wonderful store, 20 or 1,000 square feet. The design of the store is amazing. You know, mm. it, 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 it it breaks every rules a mall has, you know, in terms mm. of you can't do this, you can't do that, you know, that kind of thing, right? Uh, we're showing the malls uh, a, a new direction. You know, we're showing other retailers push the boundaries, you know, uh, the store is going to be so crazy, unique, right? It's amazing. And then, so every store has got to outdo each store. So, mm. you know, we're building one in rack scale, so, you know, right? Uh, the, the old cinema, right? And, and one in Ipoh, you know, at the moment, right? So each store, needs to be so unique to outdo you know uh, the previous store and and so we we, we set the bars of, you know on ourselves really really high uh, uh, on that and and we keep on uh, uh, so so what I'm looking forward to is the part where our creativity our design you know is all, all really comes into play you know you see like behind here behind here is not a backdrop you know this is actually uh, 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 my office and it's it's, it's it's crazy, like you know. So, so we want to replicate this, you know, to the stores also. 
right? Mm. Mm. Different ways. Yeah. Mm. So, so small point. I noticed you have a bit of a superhero theme. Like I can see that at the back, and also in your stores, uh, there are a lot of posters of superheroes. Is that sort of deliberate? Uh, you know, distributor uh, for for that pop art uh, artist from Thailand. Yeah, but of course, uh, I do love you know uh, pop culture and and, and art. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, awesome. Um, so uh, we are going to sort of like um, uh, wrap up with some quick fire questions. Uh. so it starts off uh, easy. And it gets uh, slightly more challenging, not very challenging, still quite easy. Uh, and yeah, let's go. <laughs> so first question is, what are some interesting places in Malaysia that you think people should visit or any like cool hangout spot? I think for me, uh, this question, I put some thought into it. And when it comes to, to, to you know, interesting places in Malaysia, uh, I, uh, for me, food is on everybody's mind you know it's, it's, it's something which we talk about and we are so passionate about as Malaysians and um, we during breakfast we are already thinking what we're going to have for dinner you know uh, uh, what we're going to eat over the weekend where we're going to go you know sometimes you know we go out a group of friends right the gathering place the, the food is always uh, 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 where we're going to uh, going to gather and all the camping right and uh, what I like to do is you know check out all the great effort that uh, uh, entrepreneurs, you know, uh, in FAB has put in, you know, in 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 uh, within Klang Valley or even in Malaysia, you know, like um, <coughs> wonderful cafes and restaurants, you know, uh, namely like you know, um, have you been to Chocha, uh, Battalion Street, right? Battalion yeah, Street, yeah, I you, think I've seen it before. I've seen someone post about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Chocha, Chocha is one of my favorite uh, uh, restaurants. Uh, food there is good, but the ambiance there is amazing. You know. The, the the owner is a, a architect and um, you know he he really knew how to preserve the the building yeah and then he also started um, this ice cream uh, uh, joint uh, called uh, Liki Chan Liki Chan is very trending now you know it's 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 so amazing you know the experience to go there and the ice cream is also different right uh, uh, it's, it's, they call it not your basic batch you know uh, uh, so so the how how he combines uh, all the different uh, flavors and and stuff like that no yeah so yeah there's a lot of small cafes like like there's one hide and seek you know it's in the middle of nowhere it's in Paramount PJ upstairs you know it's big easy right but so cool you know the furniture that they use and you can see that these guys started with nothing but they knew what to do with nothing to make that nothing look great and 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 beautiful. You know, and food was also good because when you put so much passion into the 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 bill, right? Some people oh got money, get the architects spend a lot of money to build. You know, that's different. You know, these guys really took so much uh, effort and passion into creating the store, right? Out of nothing, and you know the food will be good. Yeah. So these kind of experiences, uh, I really enjoy, and there's a lot of them. Uh, uh, if you go and seek them out, uh, uh, in in Klang Valley, you know. Or even like like one of my favorites is actually in Malacca. Uh, this place called Baboon House. Have you been to Baboon House in Malacca? Yeah, it, that that's not the burger place, right? Is it something else? Yeah, yeah, burger place. Uh, blue it's color burger. inside, you know. It's like an art gallery. Uh, yeah, 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 very nice. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So Baboon House, you know, or even like Penang, like China House is also very nice. You know, there's art there. There's there's uh uh uh, uh good desserts. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you 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 love like sort of like 
cafe tourism. I don't know what's the term like uh, like yeah. the, the the good independent cafes, yeah, like, right? Correct. And restaurants, yeah. And restaurants, um, awesome. Uh, what app do you use on your phone every day, which you believe is not commonly used? That means like you don't think your friends are using it. Okay, this one right. It took me a, uh, a long time. Ding, 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 ding. There's nothing actually because I'm super low tech owner. Seriously, I'm super low tech owner. The last only about one over year ago, I started using the QWERTY keyboard to time, you know, for my phone. I I still went back to the uh, all this while, right, for 40 over years, right, the alpha numeric uh, keyboard. Yeah. That right? Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> I, I'm, uh, I can, up to now, I type like, like, you know, like chopstick, right? Because I cannot, up to now, you only wear G. I can't find the G. I got to go and look, 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 oh, G is here. You know, that kind of thing. Because I cannot remember the uh, part of my dyslexic uh, issue, issue also, right? I cannot uh, 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 identify and remember, even up to now, you know, the, the, the novel keyboard layout. So I had the alpha numeric one, like those days, you know, the Nokia phone. And the reason why I never use Apple, right? Because Apple never had the feature. Samsung always had the feature where you could still use the alpha numeric uh, uh, keyboard, you know? Yeah. So that's me. La. Yeah. yeah but so yeah, so it's like basically you have the, the 10 digits and then like the letters attached to the digits, right? Like how you used to type in the Nokia phone. That, yeah, correct. Uh, right, right, right. Okay. So, okay, um, so when it comes to apps, right? But I still want to say something about apps because uh, Spotify, I mean, everybody is very important to me. And then Waze. Waze is very important. Yeah. I could be a local boy. I know my way around, right? But um, uh, uh, it's one of the best apps there because, you know, of all the traffic and, and you know, you could change your routes all the time and you're discovering new routes on how to get to a place. Yeah. And I take driving very seriously, meaning that, you know, uh, uh, with Waze, you know, you know exactly where you're going to turn and how many meters, and then you can concentrate on all the nonsense that's going around because a lot of Malaysians don't take driving seriously, you know, so, yeah. And then also, yeah, it's more efficient, uh, with, like, you know, like, save time, you just go straight to your destination, shortest path. Uh, okay, next question. What object have you purchased in the last 12 months that cost less than a thousand ringgit but you believe has tremendous positive impact on your life? Okay. This one I cannot answer you also, no. because last 12 months, you know, uh, last 18 months, in fact, you know, been here, haven't been going out, haven't been spending, right? You know, I work where I live, you know, and, and stuff like that, you know, but I'm also not the type that buy things, you know, so uh, 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 I can't even remember the last you know, couple of years, if it's going to be anything below a thousand ringgit, right? I, I just, I, I've been thinking, 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 so I just can't, I'm not, I'm not that, 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 that kind of a person that, you know, into gadgets or, 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 or you know, someone who is materialistic in, in the sense. Yeah. Uh, uh, next question. Is there a non-fiction book that you've read that you believe everyone should read? Go, go, go. It's here. Yeah. Uh, Oprah, is that Oprah Winfrey? Yeah, Oprah Winfrey is called uh, The Wisdom of Sundays. You know, it's a very spiritual book. You know, it's, uh, it's the best book that uh, I've ever read. It's, it's, uh, and the best book that we have sold. 
also you know uh, he's got you know Jopak, uh, Deepak Chopra in you know Jimmy Carter Paulo Coelho Tony Robbins you know Shonda Rhimes you know Eka Tolle everyone is in there right and and talking about you know grace uh, gratitude love mindfulness you know forgiveness ego and everything it's a very spiritual book and it's not boring you know and it's got beautiful um, pictures uh, uh, in there you know and and there's like almost like you know 100 different authors so and then these people are all uh, uh, amazing people you know and to to hear uh, hear them out you know in, in a page or two right yeah so uh, is and you can reread this uh, all the time and you know what's amazing amazing thing about rereading if you reread books at different time of your life you interpret it differently you know yeah actually reread a lot of books and every time I reread it I, I sort of forgotten like when it's like I'm reading it again you know yeah. like for the first time so uh, uh, great so that's like a comp- uh, that, that, so that book's like a, it compiles a lot of different sort of like um, uh, input on thoughts from different thought leaders like, I suppose uh, so next question what's the skill that you have which other people will find surprising but it's been very useful to you in your career what um uh, begging I'm actually very good at begging you know because uh, uh, like I mentioned you know I'm mildly uh, dyslexic and um, I always need to depend on people to do things for me you know uh, you know write a letter you know I'd rather write a letter no sorry I'd rather walk 10 miles than to write a letter so let's say between us uh, we are business partners and I say Derek okay, okay you go and write the letter the email you know uh, I go and do this and I would choose a physical thing. Like I feel like I'd rather walk 10 miles, right, to deliver something and you go write a letter. You know, that kind of thing, right? So, so I think all through my life, uh, 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 I cannot do things alone. So always needing help or some kind of assistance, right? Even spelling was an issue, you know, that kind of thing, you know? So being nice to people and, 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 and asking people to help you in, in the nicest possible way, you know, which is something which I'm, I'm very in tune uh, uh, to do you know and then so that makes makes me get along with, with everyone you know you can't afford to have a to piss people off you know you know that kind of thing yes I would you know state let's say if I have a different opinion but I would not want to argue with you on 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 on, on the opinion you know that kind of thing right so I think that I always tell people like that I that that is that is one of the only one skills they have like you know to go and back you know people to help me <laughs> yeah Useful skill, yeah, for sure. Uh, um, uh, so, what scene from a movie or TV show is super memorable and impactful to you, and why? Okay, this this one would be um my favorite one. Of my favorite movies, right? Is uh, Kill Bill. Yeah, and and you know that? Did you watch the movie? Yeah. 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 So um, there was a scene where Uma Thurman was buried alive. And they put her in a in a in a in a in a coffin, right? And then she had to punch her way out from that the the coffin, you know that kind of thing. Yeah. So so I think I think that was really cool. I like, you know that you know uh, it seemed impossible to punch your way out of a coffin. You know, buried six feet underground, right? You know, with no air to breathe, and 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 the time is running out, right? So so that that is, is something which you know it is so true. I like, you know you you can do anything, I like, know, but you really have to to don't think that it's, it's impossible, you no. Know? Yeah. So I think they, they did like the one inch punch or something. Uh, like yes, that. Yes, no yes, space yes. to punch, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
what's the best piece of career advice you received from a mentor or someone you respect? Um, somehow I didn't have much. Uh, uh, I mean, there's no father figure at home, right? And it was my mom, and and this question says not someone from your family, right? So if it's not someone from my family, I I don't really have one uh, person or never had enough time to spend and you get a mentor, right? But uh, I would say that it, it, it would be uh, older people. You know, I, I always like to have conversations with uh, older people and it's a very simple question you ask uh, uh, people who have lived their life to the point where they had grandchildren or great-grandchildren, right? So people who are 80s or 90s. And it's just a very simple question. You know, what advice would you give, you know, right? After you sum up your whole life in one sentence, right? You know, so 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 if, so that is basically my mentor. My mentor is not one person, but all the old people that I asked. And sadly, the one I respected most uh, passed away yesterday. Uh, she was 98 years old. She led an amazing life, right? And she always told me that, Andrew, whatever you want to do in life, you just do it. You know, whether you think it's wrong, you think it's right, if it makes you happy, you just do it. You know, yeah. I mean, they came from a 90-year-old lady, you know. Yeah. That's very popular, man. She lived a good long life, I hope. Yeah, she did. Uh, she, did. Yeah, she, she passed away peacefully yesterday. I mean, 98 years old. Um, if you could make a video go viral on social media, right, on the internet, and this video carried a message that's important to you, what would that message be? I think uh, I think this this would sound uh, quite. I I don't know it's cliche and all that. So many of these kind of messages going around, but but to me is you know um, uh, somehow hundred over a million or, or more, right, uh, children are starving in this world. 30 years ago, 50 years ago, it's the same. We have advanced so much further, right? But, you know, there's just too much uh, injustice in this world, no? And basically, you know, uh, you know, I think talking about humanity, right? You know, the message would be that, you know, you know, humanity is about identifying with someone else's pain. And when you see someone else's pain, doesn't mean your friend or, or, or your family member. But, you know, the security guard, you're driving by, you know, uh, uh, and you see somebody uh, in trouble, you know, you know, we should, we, and we must identify, you know, uh, that this just, they're going to, to stop a lot of this injustice that's going on in, in, in the world. Yeah. And, and I also um, believe that, I mean, there are two messages, I know, and, and, uh, you know, like, uh, mercy is like a like a mirror, you know. You know, uh, what what you give to others, right? In return, and what you hope to get, you know, that you know, uh, you 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 give mercy to those who do not deserve it, or to those who are not asking for it. You know, sometimes it's like, you know, uh, uh, someone has done you wrong, you know, and and it's like, why should I forgive you? You know that kind of thing, right? And so that that is that is something which 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 we should do. Uh, uh, more often, no. Basically, to boil down, what are the message should be is that we we need to 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 live in a in 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 a in a more tolerable world. You know, in a world where where by right, uh, when we first humans first started, right, we always say this is our world, right? 
but it's not our world because the land next to you is not yours, right? The land opposite you is not yours. You have to pay I mean, our whole life for the apartment or home that we are living in, no? Right? These kind of things, right? So it's like, you know, it's, it's yeah, that's the message, like, you know. Uh, last question. So, what does the word success mean to you? I think because you. You don't know where it ends, you know, success, right? So, um, uh, but to me, it should be all with the small wins, you know, every day, the small wins, you know, like like uh, uh, how you meet everybody and you make their day, you make them smile, you know, you say hello, you know, uh, you compliment somebody, right? You know, and, and you, you lift the person up when you compliment the person, right? You know, so it's not difficult to, to, to say something nice, right? You know, and, and you will make a huge difference, you know. So to me, the small wins is very, uh, the, the success of, of uh, uh, making someone's day and, 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 and helping somebody, you know, uh, all these little wins uh, uh, every day. And, and in fact, all these little wins every day, uh, before you know it, you know, everything else around you would just, you know, flourish and grow. So, Basically, I suppose like helping the people around you uh, have like these little wins or like also be successful is also a sign that you are successful yourself. Yeah. Right. Like, awesome. Uh, thanks. Thanks for the chat. Andrew. I really love this conversation. I'm very inspired by it. Like the way you think and like your, your I mean, obviously I'm also someone that's actually running a company and, and I like, see that your sort of mindset in growing the business and seeing opportunities um, and also the vision uh, that you have, uh, you yeah. know, uh, that, that is really, really interesting. So it's, it's a mission-based company, you know, and, and uh, I truly mean it, you know, uh, you know, and, and, you know, wanting to achieve the mission and see, I have got the full access and big barrel tattoo on my hand, no? <laughs> on your hand. Yeah, that is really commitment. Yeah, <laughs> you're in this for the long term. Yes, correct. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll take you up on that offer. So one day, like visiting yeah. your warehouse slash home. Please, please do come. Uh, uh, you know, uh, get a coffee and and hang out. Uh, and to all the listeners out there, you know, uh, this is an open invitation also. No, but like um, something for the future. But we can also sort sort of uh, organize something a bit more organized like, yeah, like, you can you know you you, you can bring a company you can bring uh, a group of your uh, 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 clients you know or, or listeners also you know, because at the end of the day uh, to be honest we are only here right because of the support of everyone if you never support us and bought books right you know we wouldn't be here so this is also what you help build you know yeah uh, so uh, thanks again and uh, we will I suppose I'll see you live person at some point. Thank you for listening to the Hello Mentor Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, do hit that subscribe button, whether you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you're trying to have a great career or if you want to succeed in business, um, you will benefit from really, really getting to learn from some of the most inspiring people in Malaysia. And hopefully you can replicate some of that success yourself. Uh, We have many, many more amazing people joining us soon. 
and we expect to release an episode once every two weeks. So again, do hit that subscribe button to our podcast and you will be notified when the next episode is up. Also, this podcast is supported by WAP the leading professional youth jobs platform in Malaysia. So if you're looking to hire great talent or if you're looking for a new job, do also check us out at wobjobs.com. That's w-o-b-b-jobs.com. Thank you again and I look forward to share the next episode with you soon.